0: Welcome to the Life is Relationships podcast, where we share biblical truths about marriage, parenting, and discipleship. The desire of CTCI is to see individuals and families restored in their relationship to the Father and for them to be empowered to have thriving, godly relationships that impact the communities around them. Hey, and today we're going to be talking with Seth and Alicia about um, a very interesting topic that some people might have very strong feelings about, and that is, uh, what does it mean to like actually normalize apologizing to your kids? But first off, welcome to the podcast everybody hey, thanks AJ
1: Hi
0: hey well hey I don't have any kids yet, but if having kids brings any kind of life change in the way that marriage does, um, I can imagine that there's a big adjustment period that there comes with with having little versions of yourself reflecting everything you do <laughs> yeah. what what is that what has that been like for you guys? <laughs>
1: Wondrous <laughs> and wild, and uh, yes, you really can't predict all the alterations that happen in your heart, in your lifestyle, in your entire world when you have little kids. <laughs> Definitely.
2: Yeah, uh, in one word, at times convicting. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you just see how, uh, you know, you're you're um, just going through life, and you have things that you you say and do. They pick up on them, and you're like, wow, that uh, they picked that up from me. And I need to, I just need to watch my actions, my attitudes, and and my words towards them and others.
0: Man, yeah, I can see how you would find yourself in that position of being convicted and be in that wondrous and wild place of watching little people grow up and realizing that the things that you do, they pick up on and that they're learning all of that stuff. And obviously, like, we're all human. And so there's like this balance between being a, a dictator and a caretaker and a, a friend. I mean, I guess you can't really be a, a friend to your kid until they're like in a te- their teen years or like graduating college. And then it's like, okay, now we can be friends. Now I'm not just your guide to stay alive and keep you from hurting yourself or doing super dumb things. But as parents, like, how do you guys parent well and keep a balance between being human and not being a dictator in their lives? And where does reconciliation as a parent to your child take place in this entire big ball of life?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say that reconciliation is absolutely the key, like, one of the greatest keys and weapons for success that I've found in parenting because making mistakes is inevitable. I have to stay tuned into their heart and where they're at. I want to be a place where they can come and be emotionally safe. You know, I want to be a safe place. And, but inevitably, I'm going to make some mistakes. And God is so good and so full of grace to give me the empowerment to then go back and out of the place that got really ugly, out of the place that got messy, out of the place where I, even as a parent, might have some regret, like, oh, man, I totally let a tone come out of my voice that was hurtful, or I totally let, you know, I just totally let my flesh take over. He is so gracious to come in and give me His Holy Spirit and an avenue in to actually bring healing and reconciliation that actually can make things better than they were before I made the mistake, hmm. because it comes, it it brings my my kids and I or our kids and our, you know, Seth and I both have to do this regularly. But it just, it creates a meeting place where we can be humble and we can be transparent and we can reconcile. Absolutely. That's a key, key thing. Uh, But that humility is really, um, it's an avenue into their heart and an avenue into healing that we, like, I don't know how we would raise children without that key.
0: Yeah. How about you, Seth?
2: Yeah, and I'd say two things on that. I think uh, depending on what you're raised is what you're used to, and you come into a marriage and a you know with child rearing where you're you're raising these children. I I hear the voice of my parents often, and sometimes it's accurate and it's right, and sometimes it's like, well, I need to I need to submit to the Lord in that. And I I um, you know I think our parents generation they had there was i'm the adult you will listen to me there was a strong sense of that and i'm not saying that's all bad i will not dishonor parents that have that or anything but i would say i think that's been for me sometimes i'll go into it and maybe alicia says often (laughs) but uh i'll go into it with that i asked you to do it you're gonna do it because i said to do it but you know And, and there's times for sure for that they need to listen obey you know, first time and respond. But there's other times I'm, I'm kind of using my, I'm the parent, you're going to do what I say when I don't really need to. And, and I, and I've had to make that adjustment personally, Mm -hmm. even uh, recently. um, My dad was a stickler on hair and, and things like that. My son was, uh, uh, you know, my wife cut his hair and, and she liked it, he liked it. And I'm like, well, in the summertime, that's going to be too long. And you, and we need to cut this and it needs to be shorter. And, and you, I,
0: you can't take everybody to the Mr. Clean
2: Baldy route, the no. same as you, man. But I think it's very efficient and cheap. Uh, but <laughs> no, it's so, <laughs> so I had to, my wife and I talked afterwards and, and she let me know that that might've not been the best way to talk, you know, through that. And so, I had to humble myself and talk to my son and said, son, I'm I'm sorry. I didn't really need to pick this fight. It it was a good looking haircut. It, just, it wasn't what I would prefer for you, but I had to lay that aside and it was again, it was humbling. But I my heart, like Alicia said, in that in that position, I wanted to get back in line with, you know, our hearts on the same page. And I don't want to to create a wall. And that could have done that. And so he, very, kids are amazingly gracious when you when we as their parents humble ourselves, and this is huge for me. But I've seen where they have been. I forgive you, Daddy. You know, and and those are and then our hearts are are back together.
0: Alicia, you mentioned something about where it, you have to come to this place of this this humbleness and reconciliation with your kids, and and we're talking about like what you exemplify to your kids is how they're going to live their lives. And do you think that it's difficult for parents to admit when they're they're wrong to their kids? I mean, we're already seeing here that it's important, but how important do you think it is for parents to like find that humility and to lead and guide their kids in what that looks like?
1: Well, to be bold, <clears throat> I think it might be rooted in pride. If we can't just confess to being wrong to anybody in our lives, You know, it's—humility is something we've got to walk in. Jesus, the Son of God, walked in humility, you know? He wasn't puffed up at all. And really, we need to repent to the Lord for for any pride that might prevent us from confessing our own downfalls or shortcomings or weaknesses. Like, that's got to be—that's got to be an inroad to the Father, you know? We can't— we can't just walk around and pretend like we got it all together, and I really think that's that's what ends up happening when we can't just confess sometimes
2: mm-hmm. yeah i think I think um you know as far as you know asking for apologies it is it is difficult, and it absolutely has it's only as complex or hard as the pride we're unwilling to let go of mm-hmm. I think if we are if we humble ourselves and, and it's not it's not easy for me to apologize to my kids i'm i'm learning to get better at it but there's still a part of me like no i don't they need to apologize to me i'm the one who asks them to apologize <laughs> I'm, I'm the police officer in this situation I'm, police officer doesn't tell the criminal i'm sorry it's like <laughs> so yeah that's a that's a big shift in my heart and and i'm not i'm not perfect at it. I'm still learning. I'm, but the more I do it, the better I get. And I know the Lord is working through it.
0: Yeah. I mean, all that is is such great, great stuff. What are a couple of things that you guys have to remind yourself of that maybe someone out there could take and apply to their own lives with their kids on, like in relationship with your kids, as you walk through this, how are you demonstrating that it's okay to be human and that you make the same mistakes like you make mistakes just the same as they do, and how do you keep like almost keep that humility and keep that in check with you as a parent? I think I think you just said it, I think that keeps you humble
2: and keeps you in check, seeing when they're off and saying, well, I'm off at times that that allows me to have grace for them, more, gra- you know, okay, I get it i i I mess up. it doesn't dismiss it. If there's an infraction or there's something they need to learn there still has to be consequences so this is all all these you know this conversation it's not that we're not having consequences it just says that it's not always black and white this is what we're doing here and it's more yeah i okay son let me let me tell you why you're off here and let, let's talk about this i'm trying to have more of those conversations and they still have to deal with their actions still we still Call them on their actions and their consequences. That is absolutely necessary. But that grace I have for them, if I'm only if I don't see my own stuff and I'm that pride is in me, I'm going to call it out on them. But I'm not going to deal with my own stuff, and that's hypocritical.
1: Yeah, we have to be aware of the incredible supernatural grace that we are the recipients of, the forgiveness that we are recipients of, that we walk. Uh, with things that we didn't earn and deserve in ourselves, and so when we walk in the joy, the authentic joy and gratitude to the father for for the ways he's redeemed and the ways that he has given us a life, and we make it evident to our kids that this walk with the Father is joyful, we didn't deserve it, we didn't earn it, you know they see that we're authentic in our walk they don't they don't see a hypocrite, as Seth said. And, uh, and we're also training them to do this with their families one day. You, you're not going to do well in life if you can't apologize to people. Mm. And so knowing that this is just a part of life, it's okay.
0: Yeah. Well, guys, thanks so much for joining today. We really appreciate every time that we have you on. Thanks, AJ. It's been good to be with you. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next one. And we would love if you left us a review. For more information about CTCI and our upcoming programs, be sure to check out ctcilife.org. This podcast is a production of Christian Training Center International, and it is produced by AJ Selby and Seth Stradling.